pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In this resurrection account, uh, Jesus reveals himself to the apostles, and the first word he says is peace. You know, the apostles, they kind of didn't deserve peace. You know, they rejected Jesus. They ran from him. They ran away from him on that Good Friday. But on that Easter Sunday, Jesus does not condemn them because of their past sin. Jesus says, peace be with you. Peace comes from the knowledge of a Savior, the encounter of mercy. Jesus loves you. Your past sin is not an obstacle for God. Actually, it's the place of encounter where you give Jesus, it's like this great exchange. You give Jesus your sin and he gives you peace. He gives you mercy. Now, the apostles were there, but one apostle wasn't there. Who is that? Thomas. Very good. Thomas said, though, unless I see the nail marks and place my finger in his side, I will not believe. And a key verse is eight days later. Notice, check it out. The apostles see Jesus. Hallelujah. He's risen. Thomas wasn't there. So Thomas shows up later and the apostles are like, bro, we saw him. He's risen. Jesus is risen. And Thomas goes, I got to see for myself. I'm not going to believe. Imagine this is on Sunday, right? And the next day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thomas doesn't believe yet. And the apostles are probably telling him, Thomas, I saw him. We all saw him. Just trust me. And Thomas is like, look, I got to see for myself. Recognize how patient the apostles must have been with Thomas. Oftentimes, we look at unbelievers. Like last week, the church is full, but we had five masses like this. I'm not talking bad or whatever. I'm just saying it's a reality. There's a lot of people who, like, don't live it, you know? And maybe we're struggling too, right? But how patient is Jesus teaching us to be? How the apostles were patient with Thomas. Maybe you have family who, they were here last week and now they're not here. Well, Jesus is teaching us, like the apostles, to be patient with those people. Also, how patient do we need to be with ourselves? Like we beat ourselves up. We're trying so hard. Jesus, you know, but we, when we try to be perfect, Jesus is saying, be patient with yourself. And I want us to declare this with, with me. Say this with me. I may not be where I want to be, but thank God I'm not where I used to be. Isn't that such good news? Like, God has been working and moving in my heart where, look, I may not be happy with where I am now. I may not be where I want to be. I want to be in the heart of Jesus, and I want to stay there. I want to remain there. But you know what? Real talk, thank God I'm not where I used to be. Recognize what God has already been doing in your life. Be patient with yourself, and just keep coming to Jesus. Third, recognize how patient Jesus is with us. Again, like I said, Peter, who denied Jesus three times, what's the first word Jesus said to Peter? Peace be with you. Thomas, 
who didn't believe his brothers. They were like, Jesus is risen. What's the first word Jesus says to Thomas? Peace be with you. Thomas, touch my side. Feel my heart. Do not be faithless, but believe in me. You know, I was thinking this week, why wasn't Thomas there? Jesus shows up to the apostles and only one of the apostles wasn't there. Why? And I was thinking, Thomas just saw or, or realized his best friend is dead. The one he loved. And look, the other apostles were together and that's what, that's what we need to be. We need to be in the church. That upper room was the church. But why wasn't Thomas there? Have you ever been so sad or depressed or something happened in your life where you didn't want to be around anybody and you completely isolated yourself? That's what I, I was feeling like this week. I was like, maybe Thomas was like, I love Jesus and he's dead. And I can't talk to anybody. There's no one I want to even talk to. I don't even want to be around anyone. You feel more comfortable being alone than being around family, being around your brothers. And I believe we've all had that experience. I have where I would have rather been in a dark room and no one talked to me than be with the one who loves me. But what changed for Thomas? Thomas showed up and the apostles said, Thomas, we saw Jesus. He's risen. A glimmer of hope was placed in Thomas's heart. A glimmer of, in the midst of darkness, a glimmer of light. And John 1.5 says this, and let's just repeat it with me. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome. That's John 1.5, if you ever want to take it to prayer. I was one time going through a really tough time in my life, and a, a really holy priest, he told me, he said, every saint has gone through a dark time in their life. But the saints are the ones who know that the light exists. And even if they can't see it, they can't feel it, they don't know where it is, they just focus on the light. And they keep their eyes fixed on Jesus. And so what I believe changed is in Thomas was the good news was proclaimed to Thomas that even if he didn't believe that Jesus is risen, he may have said in his head, maybe he is. Maybe he's risen. And Jesus showed up in this room. The doors were closed. And you know what? Eight days later, I'm going to stay there. Jesus shows up in a dark room where it's closed. But he shows up in the church. Do you know that, that upper room where the apostles were? That is the first church. And Jesus shows up in his church. But here's the thing. Thomas still had to be patient. The apostles said he's risen, but Jesus didn't show up right away. 
A lot of us are like, Jesus, show up for me too. Why have people experienced you and I haven't? Where are you, Lord? Thomas had to be patient. We need to keep hope in Jesus. And Romans chapter 8, 24 says, For in hope we were saved, but hope that sees for itself is not hope. For, we, for who hopes for what one sees? Family, we're hoping for what we don't fully rationalize or see. We're hoping, and, and St. Paul says, if we hope for what we do not see, we wait with endurance. So wait for the Lord. Be patient. Hope. The light exists. Jesus is risen. I can tell you that a million times. Wait for him. He's coming. And he's already here. Jesus shows up in the body of Christ, the church. Now, if you're feeling um, so depressed, remember, isolation is the worst thing for you. And isolation seems like the easiest thing for you. But it's the worst thing for you. Open your heart to someone. Open your heart to especially those who love you, who you can trust. Isaiah 55, what we read today, says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Thomas, after, yeah, maybe after isolating himself, he came back and he stayed with his brothers. And eight days later, Jesus shows up and Jesus says, touch my side, feel my heart. Thomas does not stop seeking. I'm going to just transition a little. On Good Friday, I preached um, during our homilies and I meditated on Jesus as the new ark, that the body of Jesus is our new place of security. And I was reflecting on how Noah and God said to Noah, I am going to destroy this world. This world is full of lawlessness. And family, we see it all over. And I'm hearing, I'm getting phone calls from schools that this crazy transgenderism ideology, this dysphoria is being spoken to to our elementary school kids. And it's, it's wild, right? So this world is just going in a different direction. Well, God said to Noah, the earth is corrupt, and so I'm going to put an end to all of it. I'm going to destroy them. But Noah, build an ark, because I'm going to save you. Family, with all of everything going on, the new ark is the body of Jesus. And his body has an opening. And Thomas needed to feel the opening. He needed to touch the opening. And the opening has an access to the heart of Jesus. The wounded, loving, divine, merciful heart of Jesus. Jesus desires everyone to touch his heart. Don't lose hope, family. Don't lose hope because you're in his body. But remain there. And anytime you sin, you fall away, 
Your sin is not an obstacle. Your sin is an invitation to touch the heart of Jesus. The first word Jesus says is not condemnation. It's not shame on you. Say it with me. The first word Jesus says is? Amen.